Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Woohoo! Welcome everyone to Geraldine Tegelove Live. Hope you are enjoying a fabulous week wherever you are in this wonderful world. We are in the middle of summer here in Australia and the weather seems to have mm, decided to do its own thing and bring something new every day. <laughs> we go from extremely hot one day to having to rug up the next. Mm, you know, completely calm with just a little breeze amongst the leaves one day to a blowing gale the next. My goodness me, trying to keep up with it is proving quite difficult. And in the midst of all of this, we've had days when rain has dropped from the sky in deluge proportions. Even our garden is struggling to figure out what season it is. And and yet it still continues to grow and flourish, so perhaps that's a good, you know, suggestion to us as well. Um, we are picking fruits and veggies on a daily basis and, and loving the fact that we can eat straight from the garden. Totally organic, totally fresh. Yum. It is just fantastic to be able to do that. And I guess our changing weather patterns are signs that things are really changing in our world. But seeing this and knowing this doesn't really make it any easier to cope with these changes, does it? But, you know, cope we must. Uh, change is an inevitable part of life, and I guess the sooner we come to terms with it, the better. If we are one of those who likes to settle into a certain way of life and doesn't cope well when things get turned upside down and inside out, then life is going to become a huge challenge if we don't put some coping strategies into place. And yes, this too can be quite simple to do when we know how. Um, as this is a fundamental time of change here on planet Earth, it's important that we grab hold of any ideas and, and practical steps to take so, so we're not bowled over uh, and caught up in not being able to live with the changes that are occurring. Not only do we want to be able to step into each and every change that comes our way, um, but I, you know, we also know and understand what to do so we can not only survive but thrive in all situations. Yes, you and I can cope with the change and use the change to benefit, it, benefit us and our beautiful planet if we so choose. So how do we do this? Well, that's exactly what I would love to share with you on this week's show and next week's show. A little 
mini short two-part series to help you cope with the changes that may be occurring in your life and around you. This series will hopefully have you moving with the change and loving it (laughs) and the outcomes that the change brings. This week I'm going to be looking at change from uh, a more global perspective and then next week it'll be all about how to deal with the change from an individual perspective. So, For today, from the global perspective, I would like to get through, um, you know, what this change is, and it is change in massive proportions, and I'd like to have a look at change in consciousness, and I um, want to discuss with our listeners, you know, how does all this change affect our lives, and how do we learn to cope with it? And then perhaps what lies ahead of this change. So we've got heaps to get through today. And I hope I can talk fast enough to get all of this done. But I'm sure we'll get through what we absolutely need to get through. So everyone, um, you know, gets listens to this show and has something to grab hold of and go, well, yeah, I can do that. And I can get through this change and and I can be all the better for it out the other side. So that's my wish for today and for next week as well. And I'm going to start today with our normal reading and I'm going to use the Alchemy for Now cards for both of these shows because these are the transformational cards and they're fabulous little cards. If we're looking for answers within this massive change that's occurring on the planet and within our own lives. Now, If you'd like to have a look at these cards, then you can go to my website at www.geraldine, G-E-R-A-L-D-I-N-E, Tegelove, T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V-E dot com. Or you can come here to my show page on toginet.com and go to Geraldine Tegelove Live. And there's a link there with the alchemy cards and that will take you to another page if you click on it, which will tell you lots and give you lots of images too around these cards. And they are so worth it. They're just fabulous, particularly in this time of change. So our card number one, and remember, all I do is before the show or during the show, shuffle the cards and I just choose two cards with my non-dominant hand. And I know these cards will be perfect for today. And I think they probably are. The first card today is the card, As Above, So Below, Performing Miracles. Now, the ancient alchemist's pattern for life was the pattern described on the emerald tablet. That which is below corresponds to that which is above, and that which is above corresponds to that which is below. And they used this to accomplish the miracles of the one thing. And although they depicted these as two very distinct domains in their artwork, the alchemists were constantly working on their connection to and the constant flow of energy between these realms, so the heavenly above and the earthly below. And the alchemists understood that this was the connection between these two that made alchemy possible. Simply put, 
bringing together the hidden laws of the universe and the physical work carried out in their laboratory created their success. So what's this card saying to you today? Well, you are being reminded that the manifestation of your goal or dream only occurs when you too bring together the above, the spiritual realm, and the below, the physical realm. The spiritual realm is not really above you. No, it actually surrounds you and is within you in every moment of every day. But you have to recognize it and then work closely with this magical energy to achieve your desired outcome. And when you begin to co-create with the universe as your partner, you have the power to perform miracles. You now have the secret to becoming a great alchemist by fusing the practical physical action steps you know that have to be taken together with a complete trust in the workings of the great spirit or God or universe. And you can create amazing things this week. Woohoo! Okay, so what's the second card? The second card for today that I've chosen is the eagle, and the message is flying between realms, which kind of coincides with as above, so below. I love the way these cards work. I really, I love the way cards work, because remember they're connecting to your unconscious mind and and telling you this is what you not necessarily want to hear, but what you really do need to hear. So this card, um, the eagle, and due to the secretive nature of their work, the alchemists had to find a way of communicating with each other in a language that was only understood by those who could interpret the symbols used. As so many birds were used as part of this communication, the alchemist style of writing was often described as the language of the birds. Um, Many ancient cultures believed that the eagle had the ability to fly between the earthly realm and the heavenly realm, often depicted by the astrological sign of Libra. It represented strength, wisdom, illumination of spirit and creation. It also symbolized the ability to rise above the material world and look at life from an entirely new perspective. It was no wonder then that in alchemy, the eagle symbolizes the process of distillation, the process by which liquids were purified through the rising and falling of their vapors, separating off any unstable material to produce a pure essence. Now, what is this message for you today? It's, it is really saying to you, it is time to release the eagle within you. This magnificent bird is waiting for your permission to spread its powerful wings and take you on the flight of your life. To do this, just close your eyes, breathe in the strength of the eagle and stretch way out beyond your limits. This is the time when you reach higher and higher. Looking at life from a a whole new perspective. Yes, this process does take a great deal of patience, but that is the nature of transformation. As you ground yourself in earth and explore your spiritual self, be assured that doors will fly open to offer you uh, amazing opportunities to reflect the transformed you. Now, and these cards 
uh, remember there is a guidebook with these cards which helps you with all of these messages so you know exactly in the moment that you choose one what it is that you need to focus on and what are the practical steps that can help you to move forward with your life. And, and you know, all cards do this. So it's a great way to get the help and advice that you need in the moment. And I urge you to take a look at, if not these ones, if these don't speak to you, find others that do. Now, after the break, oh boy, have I got lots to share with you about coping with change. It's such a huge topic. topic. So hang tight, everyone. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Teglov will return after this short break. study finds the happiest couples sleep the closest together, as in less than an inch apart. A survey of 1,000 couples found that 86% of those who kept such close perimeters reported they were satisfied with their relationship. Only 66% of couples who slept 30 inches apart or more reported being completely happy in their marriage. What's the word for getting up on the wrong side of the bed? Metutalipia. Another predictor of relationship happiness is touch. While 94% of couples who made physical contact throughout the night reported a happy relationship, just 68% of couples who kept their distance did the same. What's the word for the semi-conscious state between sleep and wakefulness? Hypnopompic. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Reading the nutrition labels on the food you consume is vitally important. Food manufacturers are getting tricky with their labeling, so make sure you're taking the time to thoroughly investigate the food you buy. One example that is very misleading is when a bag of chips says zero trans fats on the package. Eat this, not that explains that the FDA allows manufacturers to make this claim when their products contain less than 0.5 grams of trans fats per serving. It may seem insignificant, but 0.49 grams of this despicable fat can add up quickly. They recommend that you keep total trans fats intake to no more than 1% of total calories. The best advice? Skip the chips and eat fresh fruit instead. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our Facebook fan page at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live. And today my goal is to assist you in understanding that change is not something you just have to learn to cope with and get through in the best way you can, but rather an incredible opportunity to create a reality that you've always wanted to experience. It is my wish that after this series, it's only two weeks, you will look upon change as a truly exciting time in your life when brand new opportunities present themselves 
and you get to choose your response and ultimately the outcome. If you view change as a negative experience, then guess what? You'll receive negative experiences um, where you are in a constant state of struggle. Okay, so let's get into this so you can begin to embrace change when it comes up uh, upon you and, and really enjoy the journey into the unknown <laughs> today as I explained. I'm going to help you understand a little of what change is occurring in global terms and how it is affecting our lives and what practical measures we can take to make sure we survive and thrive because that's what we want to do. Um, and yes, there are massive changes occurring at this point in the history of our planet. And this, I guess, needs to be looked at from a scientific point of view. And it also needs to be looked at from a spiritual point of view. Uh, the scientific point of view is for those of you who are like me and insist on knowing all the the scientific facts and figures rather than just listening to the hearsay. Um, I mean, I, for me, yes, I have to know it all. <laughs> this is hugely important as it sets our minds at ease by making it real. Uh, what do I mean by that? Well, our little old minds to f tend to focus in on the hows and the whys and the wherefores, and and it won't quiet down until we have fed it the information that it wants. Yes, scientific evidence gives it this information, and scientific evidence is also essential in this day and age because for so long down through the centuries, the masses have often been fed the information that others have wanted them to hear rather than the truth. And this information or information that keeps people chained to, to certain religious beliefs that are no longer assisting people's growth, either physically or spiritually. People in high places of power have wanted to keep the masses in the dark so as not to lose their power to the people. And this is, has been a huge thing. And my goodness, there's a huge shift uh, that has happened over the last however many years and still happening today, where people are saying, hang on a minute, I need to really decide for myself what I'm going to believe and what I'm not going to believe. And so uh, the scientific uh, evidence helps us to uh, get that information that we're looking for. Now, change from the spiritual point of view provides the information that speaks to our soul. In truth, change is constantly occurring from within, whether we like it or not, because being one with the energy of this universe, which is in a constant state of expansion, means that we must change or just simply, how do you say it, a wither and die. What do I mean by this? Well, we have a choice on a daily basis to either go forward into uh, in a positive direction with change or move backwards in a negative direction. We can't possibly remain still or uh, 
um, sit on the fence, as many would say. It is impossible to be here and live on this planet and not be immersed in moving one way or the other. In, and it is your choice as to which way you're growing and changing. And my advice is to choose very wisely. Because <laughs> yeah. remember, this universal energy is constantly, this is what it does. It constantly grows and becomes and expands. And we're one drop of this universal energy or God energy. So we have to be growing, growing and expanding too. But as physical beings, we get to choose whether that's in a positive direction or a negative direction. So we want to make sure that we choose very wisely. Now, the big changes that we're really feeling at the moment began, I guess, in 2012 and uh, when the Mayan calendar ended. And for some, you know, the world was going to end at that point in time. And as usual, the media hyped it up even further in, in quite a negative way, sending more people into the fear zone overload. So for all of those who are not quite sure of what's been going on, and for those of us who may know a little, hopefully today I may be able to, um, you know, help you with that fear and help you to see that this is a very exciting time to be here on planet Earth. I'm not an expert, please. I, I'm really not an expert by any means. But what I'm sharing with you today comes from a great deal of research, what spirit shares with me along the way, and what feels right in my heart. And that's the best part of all. We all have a free will to explore and to think and research and meditate to find the answers that are right for us along our very own path. And that's what I'm suggesting that you do. I'll try and make this as simple as I can within the short time frame we have here on radio. I, I always like to explain it in this way. Um, Every year we come to a certain date in our lives, which divides one year from the next, and that's our birthday. Now, the day before and after your birthday represent the split between one year and the next. All makes sense, okay? So this happens every year without fail. Well, in 2012 marked the time or represented a gigantic moment in our planet's age. It was actually a dividing line between one great age and the next. And this happens, you know, every 26,000 years, so to speak. We've been living in the fifth great age, and now we're moving into the sixth great age. Looking back in history, scientists can tell us that every time planet Earth has moved from one great age to the next there have been enormous changes to our world. For the most part, these changes have not been good uh, and have even been disastrous. <laughs> it's a time of moving away from the things that have been, um, you know, from how they've been to how they're going to be. But, and this transition, I should say, doesn't happen overnight. You know, many people thought that once we reached the end of 2012, that we would somehow be transported into this amazing new world. 
And when it didn't happen, they were left wondering what all the hype was about. Well, the truth is that the transition time for this new world order uh, to appear is, you know, 20, 30, 50 years. So we do have a little way to go, (laughs) yes. (laughs) So, you know, hang tight. Looking back in history, scientists can tell us that Every time planet Earth has moved from one great age to the next, there have been enormous changes to our world. And as I said, for the most part, these changes have not been good and have been rather disastrous. It's a, uh, but guess what? We've made it through the change. Uh, and we've made it through so far, so we're doing well. So what are the massive physical changes occurring on our planet? Well... I'm just going to offer three today, okay? Of course, there's the obvious one, climate change. And this is a big one. Severe weather patterns, extreme cold and heat, extreme wet, extreme dry. And you could go on and on with regards to the weather conditions. We are all experiencing these things without really considering how it's affecting our lives and, and for the most part, we're just wishing and hoping it'll all go back to the way it was. You know, the good old days. Well, guess what? I'm afraid it's not going to happen that way at the moment. And the sooner we accept that and change the way we live, it's certainly going to be a huge challenge. The other big change is the pole shift. The Earth's magnetic field is weakening and there is a slight shift in the position of the North and South Pole, but at this point nobody's really sure of what the outcomes are going to be. In the meantime, we have the birds and animals going off track as the energy lines around the Earth move into different positions. And the last one today is the incredible growth in population. You know, the Earth's population stayed fairly stable for centuries. And then in the 1600s, the population began to explode. And now we have the challenge of keeping everyone fed and housed. And this really means we're being challenged to really think outside the square. We can no longer just hide away and not accept that great change is occurring on our planet. But this does not have to be a time of fear which many love to make it out to be. It's not, but a time to look at the way we live and find new and exciting ways to thrive within the change. And we can do this. And we just need to start, you know, using our mind to figure out, okay, so we can do that. We can live through this change and and this is how we can do it. And there are so many incredible minds out there in the world already doing this. And our mind is capable of it as well. We're coming into break, but after the break, I'm going to have a look at some of these practical little things that we can do to cope with all these uh, changes that are happening or global changes that are happening and affecting the way we live. So after the break, lots more great things to share with you. So please don't go away. Let's wait.
best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove, will return after this short break. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. You may think that getting five or more servings of vegetables and fruit a day is a daunting task and may even seem unrealistic. With the price of almost everything increasing, some people think it's too expensive to buy fruit and vegetables. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, you can buy three servings of fruits and four servings of vegetables for well under $2 a day. If the taste of fruit and vegetables is not your favorite, find something low-calorie and delicious to dip them in. My children love to dip fresh vegetables like carrots, celery, broccoli, and cauliflower in ranch dressing for a nutritious and tasty snack. Dipping them into yogurt is also scrumptious. Be creative and make sure to eat at least five servings of fruit and vegetables a day. By doing so, you will watch your health increase and your weight decrease. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating, and exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. One hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live. And if you've just joined me, this is the first in a series of two shows focused on helping you to accept change and deal with it in a very positive and life changing way. Um, you know, going through this transition time that I've been chatting about is truly a challenge as each and everyone. Um, of us is feeling our boat rocking through stormy seas. The planet is going through very challenging times as Mother Earth groans uh, with labor pain, so to speak, this new world. But we can do it by simply embracing the change within our own little world and doing what we can do to make it a better place. Now, if you would like to listen to the complete show and heaps of others, then you can download them for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts in iTunes. Or you can come here to Toginet or, and listen or download from my show page. And you can also find them at my website on GeraldineTegelove.com. So you can go back and have a little listen. Yes, I mean, change is happening all around us, whether we like it or not. And I guess we can yell and scream and hide in a hole, but eventually we have to come out and face it head on. (laughs) 
Now, before the break, I was talking um, really about, I guess, the the physical um, cha- challenges and changes that we're that we're looking at at the moment. But there are massive spiritual changes occurring on our planet as well. And this is all about changing consciousness, lifting ourselves out of a third-dimensional thinking way of living and into a fourth-dimensional way of life. Now, both scientists and historians can now tell us that every ancient mystical text describes the sixth great age as a utopia or a golden age. Now, how exciting is that? But how this golden age comes into being really depends how we handle the change and whether or not we all work as one to bring about peace and harmony. It all depends on each and every one of us doing our bit to raise the consciousness of this planet. So what do I mean by raising the consciousness? Well, we begin to not only ask the big questions like, um, why am I here or for what purpose did I come? But to actually get to and learn about who we are at the core of our being. And in doing so, we begin to raise our level of consciousness. We begin to, um, you know, see that we are a spiritual being and we have this beautiful higher power that we're connected to. Up until this point in time, we've lived in what's been called a world of duality, uh, equal quantities of what we would describe as positive and negative experience. That's third dimensional living. In this new great age, the sixth great age or the golden age, we're moving into fourth dimensional way of life. And what does this mean? Well, in very simple terms, we're moving from the head to the heart. So it's our heart that is going to uh, help us out here. Um, Let me explain. Um, Up to this point in our history, We have all created our reality through our mind. You know, our thoughts created our world. What we think about is what we get, basically. From here on, it is time to move our attention to our hearts and create from within this extremely powerful little muscle. And once we begin to truly create from the heart, that pesky little mind is really only informed of what it needs to do after the heart has formed our desires within the quantum field and begins to bring them into reality. This is exciting stuff. So we must start to understand what lies within us rather than only focusing on our outer physical realm where we see all the changes and the challenges. You know, by doing this, we rediscover that beautiful peace and happiness that we long for on a daily basis. And the offshoot of this is that the planet becomes a more peaceful and happy place for everyone. And that is really exciting. So now I'd like to take a look at um, how these planetary changes 
affect our lives and how do we learn to cope with them, okay, on a, a more practical point of view, I suppose, or from a more practical perspective. And we are affected in numerous ways. But I believe that all of these can come down to two major challenges that we have to look at. And if we can address both of these, then we'll not only cope with the changes, but actually create a whole new world order in the process. Now, that is truly exciting. Yeah. And we will be part of helping our beautiful planet move into this beautiful golden age and, and fourth dimensional way of life. Now, I see the first big issue, um, and, and it can be expressed in a single word, and it's fear. Boy, oh boy. I mean, fear is certainly raging at the moment, isn't it? And it's only natural that we become fearful when change begins to appear in such massive ways. Um, the problem is that fear just creates more fear, and on and on it goes. And as we sit in our own individual fear, we add to the greater planetary pool of fear. And the longer we sit in our own fear, the more we continue to add to the big universal pool of fear. So to get your head around this, I want you to imagine uh, a tiny puddle of water, okay? Now, I want you to imagine, imagine it beginning to rain. Got it? Just a few drops to start with, okay? And then increasing until it's raining quite heavily. Hope you can do that. Um, a tiny puddle of water soon fills and begins to expand in all directions until it's become a very large pond or waterhole. Now, a similar metaphor it may be, but in truth, this is exactly how fear grows in the world around us. And the sad truth is that it is constantly fed by the media. But another sad truth is that the media only publishes what the masses want to hear or read or see. So perhaps it's time to shift media focus towards all the fabulous, positive things that are happening around the world. I know this is a big ask, yes, but one that is possible if enough people insist on it. Now, we all love to hear good news stories, don't we? And these are the ones that speak to our heart. But the only way this is going to happen is if we shift our focus from the negative stuff going on in the world and turn and face the positive. Um, many would say that when you do this, you're not really facing reality. My answer is that the sooner we begin to look towards positive outcomes, the more we will create. That's the law. That's universal law. Does that mean we simply close our eyes to what's happening in the world today? Certainly not. But I am saying the more we focus on it and add all of our negative emotional stuff to it, the bigger it grows. As an individual, 
we often, you know, we feel so helpless in affecting change on a global scale. And yet we have the power to change one drop in the pool to positive. And if enough drops are changed, just imagine how the color and the sparkle of that pond will change. And in fact, it may very well replace the pond and become a huge lake of pulsating positive energy with no negative there at all. Yeah. So we have to, at this point, really turn around and face our fear and and really connect to within and and move towards living positive outcomes. Now, I said there were two things that were really massive challenges. The one is fear and how it's built up around us and we need to just get ourselves out of that fear and look at the world from a far more positive point of view. The second one can also be expressed in a single word, and I see this word as adaptability. We certainly need to adapt to the changes that are occurring and not run away and hide. There is so much we can do in our very own backyards that will ensure we thrive through any change that might be coming our way. People are already doing this right around the world with things such as um, new and more organic ways of food production, new and renewable forms of energy that don't require the massive use of destructive energy, living a more simple way of life that works in harmony with the natural laws of the planet. Um, These are all simple little things that we can begin to do right now. And these things put us into such a a positive mind frame if we can see it happening even within our own world. And I'm going to explain some great little ways that you can do that right today and over the coming however long to get this happening in your life. And I'm going to do this after the break, but I haven't got time to get into it right now because we are coming into the break and I don't want to get started and then kind of, you know, get off the subject. So after this break, we're going to have a look at some very little practical things that you can do right today to get this going. So I want you all to just hang in there for a bit longer (laughs) so you can get the practical steps that you need. So everybody, I can't wait to share these with you. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. don't cry, right? According to a recent Wall Street Journal article by Dennis Nishi, there's a stigma attached to turning on the waterworks at the office. 61% of men who reported crying at work cited personal reasons, an illness in the family, the death of a pet is the catalyst, while 58% of women said it was something that happened at work. Being unfairly blamed or criticized, men are like mascara. They run at the first sign of hubba-boo. That's another word for crying. 
What's the word for the fear of intense emotion? Zellophobia. Women may have a better excuse for crying than men, as females have higher levels of prolactin, which encourages the production of tears, making it easier to be known as a lacrimist or someone who cries at the drop of a hat. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Being consistent with your exercise is the pathway to success and healthy living. Jawbone collected data from their fitness trackers and found that the most consistent exercisers work out at 6 o'clock a.m., When you exercise first thing in the morning, you set the stage for the whole day. Exercise gets your endorphins and creative juices flowing and fuels your energy for the day. They also reported that the least consistent exercisers slotted their workout times after 6 o'clock p.m. Shape Magazine says that the read between the lines lesson is that situations out of our control can surface during the day that can disrupt or cancel your workouts. So set your alarm early and get your workout done first thing to read the benefits for the rest of the day. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. We are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live. And during this uh, series of only two little shows, <laughs> I'm hoping to help you to uh, really turn around and accept that change is happening, whether we like it or not, and um, getting rid of the fear around that change and becoming very adaptable. Uh, and looking at ways that of how we can cope with the change so that we don't step into that horrid space of fearing what's going to happen next. Now, I have some really great little ideas for you, uh, but before that, we're going to have our um, meditation. This is a really, really important part of us uh, being able to cope with change in our lives. When we meditate, we get into that space of of just uh, blocking out everything that's going around us and blocking out the stress and all of that sort of stuff and allowing that beautiful universal energy or God energy to flow through us in the moment. So today I've chosen a song called Winds of Freedom. And I think this is the perfect song because, you know, when you listen to the words of this song, it's a meditation in itself. And it'll help you see that uh, you were born to fly regardless of the change that's happening around you. So right now, let's have a listen to our meditation song on Winds of Freedom. Till it's nearby 
Then he stretches out those mighty wings and faces it head on. Then lets the winds just carry him up over and beyond. Now I fly on the winds of freedom. Come join with me on the winds of change. With strength and trust and courage, we watch our dreams grow wings. We step out of the edge of life and fly on the winds of Small voice said inside, Am I game to take a fall, or will it dent my pride? So what has changed within me to lose my faith and trust? Am I prepared to stand here while my dreams turn into? Now I fly on the winds of freedom. Come join with me on the winds of change. With strength and trust and courage, we watch our dreams fall. Step out of the edge of life and fly on the winds of freedom. The winds of whisper, come on now, come and live your dream.
I do hope you enjoyed that uh, meditation song. And I just realized as I was listening that it, <laughs> I love the way spirit works, that um, it was the perfect song to, uh, to join with the cards that we had today, the eagle cards. So I guess someone knows what they're doing when they're helping me to plan this program. I love it. I just do. I also have a note to self for you for today, and it says, when we become a true reflection of the possibilities that lie within us, fear will be replaced with knowing, and we will happily step into the future today. Such a fabulous little message, and it has an image with it of a dragonfly. I may not have time to explain why for that today, but you can go to the show page and have a look. And there will be um, uh, a whole blog about the dragonfly and what it's got to do with all of this on my website um, over the next couple of days. Okay, so... We were looking at the practical things that we can do on a daily basis um, so that we're prepared for change and any change that comes our way. Because with everything that's happening with weather patterns and things and with the energy resources and whatever, we can't really be sure that all the things that we have enjoyed up to this point will be available the way they have we know that, you know, we can be flooded out or we can be snowed in and the power can be cut and food supplies can really be drastically reduced. So instead of fearing all of that, all we need to do is adapt and make sure that we're prepared for scenarios such as those. And then we can forget about it and get on with living our life to the max. Yeah. So... I'm going to just explain from our own personal experience. We've moved out of uh, the city of Melbourne, and we're about an yeah, about an hour away here in Australia, and we live in a little country town. And the house we bought was in need of huge renovations, which we're still working at, <laughs> little by little, step by step. But as we do the renovations, we're constantly thinking now, how do we need to set up this home so that we're not reliant upon all those uh, energy sources and things that we always have been reliant upon? You know, what if they went down for a day or whatever? We need to cover our bases there. So, so we're thinking all the time about what type of heating and cooling and what water storage and, you know, solar power and making sure that Everything we choose is uh, a really great approach to what would be considered perhaps the norm. So the garden is the, was the next on our list, and we've already begun a huge vegetable garden, orchard and herb garden, where once I would have planted ornamental trees and shrubs, I now make sure that we're planting things that provide food crops. Our plan is to become as self-sufficient as we possibly can. Now, in times gone by, people always planted and harvested and stored enough to get them through the winter season. And with so many of the old variety of plants now back on the market, it's so easy these days to plant those wonderful heritage plants that serve us well. And yes, we do have quite a big yard, 
But growing food can also be done in small areas or in pots. So there's really no excuse for not having beautiful, fresh, organic food to eat, no matter what happens, okay? We were also putting in quite a number of storage tanks to catch our rainwater. So this can be used to water the garden, etc. And I guess it just takes thinking constantly about how we can adapt to our changes and our unstable economic times and make sure that we're ready for it. Mind you, the rewards in moving towards a simple way of life are just fantastic. Less stress, a healthy mind and body, and know that you're looking after the wellness of the planet as well as your wellness. I mean, woohoo, what a fabulous way to go. Yes. So you can do simple little things like that every day so that you can get rid of the fear and live life to the full so that you can adapt when you need to adapt to the changes. What lies ahead, none of us know. Nobody knows. But I have a feeling that we're going to create a beautiful, peaceful and happy planet. And then each of us taking the practical steps that we know we can take, we can add to that gorgeous pool of positive energy around our planet. Time to finish the show for today. I look forward to sharing with you more of this, uh, how we can cope with change next week on our sh- on my show. I've got lots of more things to share with you. In the meantime, I wish you a million blessings of happiness and love and peace. Have a great week, everyone, and bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?